Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Uriel. And welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This week, Nick does all the cooking. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This is a podcast for people of all ages, all about navigating this dystopian world we live in. If you are a first-time listener, then you are in for a treat. You're just going to be hanging out with Nick and Muriel. That's right, baby! And uh, and it, and it's going to be different than it ever has been, because for long-time listeners of this podcast, everyone is well aware that Muriel is an incredible cook. Oh. And she does the chefing uh, around these parts, but not this week because about a month ago Muriel and I for various reasons that we'll go into switched everything up entirely and I have taken over the vast majority of cooking uh, and this episode is just going to be a, a day in the life of old chef Nikki Poo that's right and you know this is gonna be fun for everybody because I think okay I think this is super pandemic sort of thing that's happening uh-huh. which is like for years we're like in these kind of Division of labor roles, right? right? Like we've been married for like, well, we've been together for about 15 years right. and married for five. And this, and most of the time those roles like kind of consistently stay the same. Yeah. And I think like everything with the pandemic, it's like everything gets amplified super hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, you just kind of are like, I am cooking. You know, like if that's your thing, you're like, do it every day for yeah. every meal <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's a kind of a good time right now to clean out the cobwebs. I feel like, and mm-hmm. like re-examine stuff. So, you know, so that's kind of like a piece of what we're doing, you know, talking about today. Right. Cause I think it's kind of universal. Like we're all sort of like, man, I do this all the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know what totally. I mean? I don't know. If that makes sense. <laughs> well, also a lot of like the way our division of labor was sort of divvied up. A lot of what I did had to do with like leaving the house and driving over here to do that and taking care of that chore and doing this job. But now since we're just sort of at the house, it's like now the del- division of labor is like, I roll the joints while you cook the dinner and otherwise I just sit there. I think that that's true. Like, like, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting thing because when you're really used to doing a job like cooking, uh, cooking and grocery shopping, it's this job. If you get really used to it, you can do it pretty fast without a lot of thinking. It's just easy for me to be like, we need this, this, and this. I know exactly what the staples are. I have them memorized. I know where they are and, three different stores. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I know how much food we need for X amount of time. It's just like, I don't have to think about it. Yeah. And so sometimes like, that's not a, that's not a job I want to like kick to you and pretend like it's the same amount of work. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But it is true the way we d- divided labor for a long time because I don't know how to drive a car because I am really cool. <laughs> uh, that you do the driving stuff, yeah. like driving chores and stuff like right. that. So like, you know, like Nick would give me rides to rehearsal or like, you know, go in like to the bank when we need to do that or like 
drop something off at like the Amazon return thing or go yeah, to the right. post. Like a lot of your stuff was like geared toward that. Yeah. And you do the dishes and that took up a lot of time. It's LA. Right. You know? And so then I would be like, I'll take care of the food and the groceries. Right. And plus you like cooking. I do. I do. I do like cooking, but I also, I find it relaxing, Yeah. but it's just kind of like, I don't know. I have a relationship with it that is pleasant. Yeah. You know? Um, but in the pan in, in pandemic times, you know, without all those other things that you used to do, that job actually kind of looms large, you know, like yeah, all the right. grocery shopping and cooking and planning and all that right. kind of stuff. Um, and then on top of that, what are we doing? We are starting a new podcast. Right. <laughs> so we're starting a new podcast. It's called Muriel's Murders. It has not come out yet. Uh, but what it is, is Muriel researches a murder and then tells me all about it. That will be coming in April of this year. But the point being is Muriel is doing a ton of work f f to do all the research mandatory to launching this new damn podcast. So suddenly Muriel has a full time job. Yeah, just for two weeks. Guys. Don't <laughs> get too excited about that. <laughs> also, but, it's self-imposed. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I by full-time job, I mean a hobby that no one is paying us to do. Uh, <laughs> that we have decided is the most important thing in the whole world. Uh, we so, like, we're like playing make-believe so hard these yeah. days. It's like, we got a deadline. Got to get this together. That's <laughs> uh, hilarious. Uh, and uh, so I just, so we just decided Muriel needs to focus on that. And what better way to free up her time than to take the burden of grocery shopping, uh, um, you know, grocery list planning and cooking off of her shoulders and throwing them on my very burly muscular back. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, and, okay. So, and this is like kind of a big deal for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Because you have literally never done this in your life. That is true. Right? I mean, I mean we were me talking about it. about it. It was like, because I have, you know, I have issues with food, I guess. I don't know. We were talking about like some anxiety I had about overeating on some weekend or something. We just sort of realized like, you know, I grew up with a mother who cooked all the time. Yeah. Your mom's a great cook. She's a great cook. And, and she, she made dinners like she every makes, night. Like, dinner, like candlelight like sit down pretty music like it's like a, she like well there's really, that but the, yeah. I but, but I guess what I'm getting at for is a massive like, amount of people right for right but I guess what I'm getting at is like she sort of in that way kind of like controlled my food because mom was cooking and then she gave me the food which is true for a lot of kids but the difference is is I basically went from that then during college I just ate a lot of uh, Manapuas, which is basically like a Hawaiian tumbao, basically. And I ate a lot of buns for a couple of years and like sugary coffee drinks. And then I hooked up with Muriel, who then proceeded to make all of the food. Well, so I, yeah. And I want to like say like the anxiety thing you were saying, it's just this interesting thing because like if Nick and I, you know, want to watch our waiter do something like that, we get into these weird cycles where like, you know, it's a pandemic. Yeah. We got to rein it in. And by rain it in, I mean, I have to stop, like, you know, you can't have pizza four times a week. Right. You can't be eating bagels all the time. You know, like, you gotta, I mean, you can't be eating bagels all the time. But, like, we definitely we had, had to. We had, we had to. Had to we had to make a start being healthy. And Muriel's like, also part of it is she was like, all right, great, fuck it, you do it. And yeah, I was like, right. I mean, it's part yeah. of it. Well, I think that, I guess it's specifically the anxiety thing was, like, um, without talking trash, because it's all love. Yeah. Like, I don't mind doing all the food stuff, but when there's lots of rules to the food stuff 
and you're nervous about whether or not I, like because you'll ask me questions about like like I think you'll you're when we start dieting or like yeah. kind of at least just watching our weight you are always suspicious about everything I'm doing <laughs> and it drives me fucking insane yeah. and I know you don't mean it yeah, at yeah. all but like I'll make something and like you know I'll like count the calories in it or whatever but I'll like kind of make a nice meal and the, the way that I look at things is I was like oh yeah like you know, if we're in that phase of our life, you know, like trying to recover from the pandemic, trying to yeah. hold, you know, like pull it, pull it together again. I'll make something like, you know, light for breakfast or light for lunch. And so I can have a nice, like filling dinner. Yeah. But if I do that, you just do not trust me. Like you're hella suspicious. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wow, really? Really? You can have that? You know? <laughs> and it's like this thing where, you know, when I have to follow more rules and you're suspicious of yeah, me, right. I just get like so touchy about it. And this time around, you started being suspicious of me again and about a month ago. And then I was sitting there and I was like, you know, I got to work on this podcast and do this thing. And I was like, huh. I think you you should fucking do it <laughs> i think it's your fucking turn i think i think that's a great idea yeah now. right and then we realized like it makes sense that you're suspicious completely about what i'm putting in your food because i don't have any control over, i've never been in control of you it. don't make your own food so you yeah, don't even right. know like how you don't know what yeah, yeah. what it is you're, you just eat what you have in front of you <laughs> so you don't know like all the things that go into it yeah, you know right. what i mean and and you know what I just want to say this before we move on, but like yeah. you do so much. I feel completely supported by you and you do so much and you do half the work of our partnership. So like, I don't want to have mince any words about that. Like this particular thing I take care of and you acknowledge that it's a bigger job yeah. and you are so wonderful and you always compliment my cooking and you're like really a joy and you clean up and like whatever. So like, this is not about, you do it because you don't do anything. Yeah, right. But it was about I. We started this old familiar pattern. Yeah. Of like me, of like me starting to take over the food while we're watching our weight, and you <laughs> being suspicious of me, and I felt this like old fucking dusty demon <laughs> of like yeah. really like frustrated old married lady <laughs> energy like rising up in myself, and it just dawned on me. I was like, you should just do it. Yeah. And then you'll learn what's in it. And you'll figure out what it's like and you'll <laughs> yeah, understand, right. you know, and, yeah. and I don't, then I don't have to think about it. Yeah, totally. And I was like, that's the, that's the ticket. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> so, so far, so good. It's been going a month. What I did was I came up with a, uh, I called it, oh, what did I call it? Oh, Nick's genius plan. There yeah, it is right now. <laughs> okay. So okay. 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 <laughs> and I came out with all of our meals. Cause another part of this was like, Muriel was like, I don't need you. It can be the same things. Like we can have taco Tuesdays or whatever it is. She's like, you don't need to like impress me with it. When but other just, people are cooking for me, I do not care what it is. I am always, almost always just happy about it. And I will say you have been, you have been very appreciative and like into it for the most part. I mean, we'll get into it. Maybe you have some, some harsher notes that uh, you could uh, yeah. exaggerate for comedic effect on the podcast, <laughs> but, but it's been going pretty well. So I came up with Nick's genius plan. All right. It's basically the, the short story is what I do is I'll cook something for dinner and then a, a smaller version of it for leftovers will be our lunch the next day. Right. Yeah. Okay, so my Monday night dinner is, <laughs> first of all, we have a tuna, 
uh, lunch. Then my our Monday night dinner is tofu with wild rice and vegetables. Yes. Okay. And then, then we have that again for lunch the next day. And then Tuesdays, in fact, is Taco Tours, uh, Tuesday. It's a turkey taco salad. Okay. But uh, Muriel asked me to rearrange some nutrition so she could have a couple of hard taco shells with I her. I love gringo tacos. <laughs> I love them so much. And then uh, the day after that, we have uh, taco salad, but with no meat. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, uh, turkey burgers. Okay. The next night, no bun. Okay. And that's pretty good, actually. And I do. But we're going to talk about Kenji, J. Kenji Lopez Alt, who is a. <laughs> incre- that's his name, isn't it? <laughs> well, kind of. It's K. Is it J. Kenji? Or Jen- Kenji J. Oh, uh, whatever. whatever. Why am I even correcting you? <laughs> we, we Shut call, up, Muriel. We call him Kenji. And uh, he's. Uh, He's got a great cookbook called The Food Lab. We love his recipes. Uh, And what he taught me to do was add some soy sauce and Marmite to your turkey burgers. It's good. It it makes it really good. The umami is so good. Still not (laughs) sure what umami is. I'm like, you mean salty flavor. What are we talking about here? Uh, But anyways, uh, and then then I do a roasted chicken on um, the next day with tabbouleh. And that, which I actually haven't done yet for various reasons, but sometimes maybe I'll do some like a uh, little potato with that or something. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we use that uh, chicken to kind of supplement lunch and dinner the next day, and then we have a little pasta on Fridays. So wow, that's wow. my that's what I have. Then I came up with the shopping list. Yes. Okay, Nick's genius shopping list. So I know what groceries to buy and when, and I know which staples to, um, you know, keep in the house, and I cook and i have a complete meltdown every night (laughs) right on schedule and finishing plates at the same time and having everything be good and ready to go turns out is impossible (laughs) i don't know how people do it i hate it with all my heart i fucking hate it cooking absolutely sucks it is the worst thing i've ever done in my whole life everything i just hate it um, it's just terrible. That's not true. You um, don't hate it. Well, you know, the thing is, is I despise <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like you seem to be like really proud when you do it. Oh, I'm not. I seem proud. No, that's not true. You don't like anything. You said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to start with my perspective. Okay. Okay. So, I think you're doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also awesome for us to switch this up. I think I yeah, think it's awesome. I'm happy with that portion of it. It's sure. really great. I've been yeah. just cleaning more, and yeah. you've been cooking more, and we've kind of balanced it out. And like, you know, I I cook on the weekends when we have kind of like more, um, like you know, because my I like to cook as a hobby, so I do like more fun stuff or like. You know, yeah, we have one day a week that's kind of like the leftovers day where we clear stuff out. And, and I then, do that one usually like a like a pantry. Yeah, Miro right? does like a little pantry dinner. And then and then if she has some gas in the tank, she'll do one kind of like fun dinner. Yeah. Sunday, yeah. You know? Like last night I, we made a like a I made a steak and some um, like a bunch of spinach and broccolini. And yeah. Like really some good. mac and cheese. It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I think I think. You've been cooking five days a week. I've been cooking two. Yeah. You've been kind of in charge of like making sure there's just stuff in the house that I can eat for breakfast and lunch. Yeah. And you've been in charge of the shopping list. Like how much do we buy? When do we buy it? Portion control, knowing how many ounces and whatever to buy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is also a big part of the stress part of this is like (laughs) being like, okay, this is 
okay, we, we, we have our parameters and we're trying to hit our, hit our marks and okay, it's eight ounces of this and four and a half of that. You know what I mean? So it's, there's a lot of measuring involved. But you're so good at it. And it's really funny because it's like when I cook, I mean, it's not fair. <laughs> you're learning. And that's like, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, you, I have so much love for you, but I can't be in the kitchen with you when you're cooking. I know. You She'll come so in and try stressed. to help. And I'll be like, no. I don't even try to help. I just go, are you okay? And I go, and then you're like, no, no. I'm, I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> and I'm like, do you want me to do anything? And you're just like, you know, like you can just sit there and, I, and then I'll sit there and I'll try to talk to you and I can't, I mean, it's just, you are very angry when you're making I am dinner. Not, I am not, I, I said I hated it. I don't know if that's true, but I have not figured out how to have fun while doing it. Not yet. yet. Yeah, that's right. That and part then, has it's been one month to zero fun. And then you set up the table. <laughs> you put out all the food and like the sauce and all that kind of stuff. And then you take one bite and you just like hate what you made. <laughs> Some of it I like. I love my roasted chicken. You make really good chicken. I love my, I, well, my tofu thing. Was really gross. Okay, we'll go through that. We'll, <laughs> we'll go through I've everything. made it good a couple times. No. Yes, I have. No. Yes. I don't think so. I think I have. Well, that's great. <laughs> I make my no, pasta turns was out gross, good. Nick. That, that, no, one time I made it gross. One time it was the last time was not good. Yeah, I, well, the first time was not good. The first time was good. No, I helped you make a sauce, and like then I helped you fix it the next time, and that's when it was good. It was not good. <laughs> it was so gross. It was so mushy and like weird and like really salty. <laughs> Yeah, no, I couldn't even finish it. And then I was like, will you just, will you eat it for lunch and I'll eat something else? <laughs> and I had soup. And that's really rare for me. I, I just couldn't do it. And the next time, it. actually, the tofu day came up, you're like, what if we were to do the tacos today instead? Like, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> so you made tacos instead and I loved it. And then uh, you did the tofu thing and I helped with the sauce. And I thought that it was a little better. But then remember when you tried to do a fruit leftovers and you burned it off. I really one day it was just like basically every time I've tried to do it, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. It's just a simple, and stupid it didn't thing. Start out well. <laughs> no, that one you still have yet to master. It's tofu. You haven't worked with that that much. I, then, to mm, I don't know. I know. I, think, I, I think I like tofu better. You than know you. it was super gross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why either. I'm like, I'm not good. I can say I'm not good at it, but you can't say that. Well, I will say this. What? It was gross, but other <laughs> stuff was good. Okay. Your turkey burgers are really good. Your uh -huh. roast chicken was really good. Um, you make a great salad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good at salads. The other thing you do that I that was really nice is yeah. that like you don't have like an um, an attitude or anything. <laughs> when I like was kind of you had this plan about like this taco salad and I was saying like, you know, cuz we we're kind of counting our calories and I was like, I think I want tacos and a side of beans. And I like told you exactly what I wanted cuz I felt like it, this is this comfort food thing yeah. that I really like and you totally did it for me and you didn't complain or anything no i liked i like i don't mind um i don't mind uh you know taking requests you know what i it's mean it's pretty great that's I my strip that's club dj training i'll take a request but the thing that i don't like is input while i'm cooking the thing oh honey any I know. sort of any sort of like oh that's burning um that is still raw 
Oh, uh, yeah. This that crunchiness <laughs> is not supposed to be here. We tried a new method for the roasted chicken that Nick did not want to do. He was so mad. That well, because roasted chicken is the one thing that I've always been really good at. It, and it's because I do the simplest way possible and it's better than any other way. And then Kenji comes along with his flashy spatchcocked chicken thing and you're just like do it like this and i'm like i don't wanna and then it didn't turn out good yeah well i think that i made you do it yeah and i apologize (laughs) the thing about cooking is like you should be learning how to you should be able to do a it spatchcocked. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> I want. To, I'm you down had, to you learn. Had, I know you were not. You were so anti. I'm down to learn new things. I don't want to figure out a different way to do the one thing I'm already good at doing. I mean, that's roasted right. chicken is my jam. I'm good at it. It's the, the way best. that Kenji does it is different. And I was like, why don't you just give it a shot? Because it's different for a reason. <laughs> it cooks the meat in a different way at a different rate. And that and it ended up being raw. Didn't yeah, it? well, because you're not you are not that experienced with cooking meat. It was different. Well, I'm a very experienced with cooking roasted chicken. Uh, Ten out of ten, always an A plus. One time I try to switch it up. It raw in the joints. Well, yeah. And you didn't let... Hey, we can get into this argument. <laughs> you made this... It wasn't raw in the joints. It was raw in the middle of all of it. And then two, you know... What? You didn't... You took too long to put it together. That was the thing. It wasn't... The oven wasn't heated up all the way. I didn't take too long to put it together, Muriel. You said it was going to be 30 minutes. The whole reason he's like... the re, His big thing about why it's so good that it's spatchcocked is because it cooks way faster, 35 to 45 minutes. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That wasn't enough time. So that's fine. I'm not going to argue with you about this. Okay. After it happened, mm-hmm. we did sit down and kind of go through the steps of how you approached this thing. Yeah. And you found some flaws. And I know you're not going to admit that now. I have no idea why. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there was some struggles. <laughs> and and that's fine. You know, it's fine. I'm, I, I still think it's a great method. And I yeah. will, I'm absolutely going to try it again. Okay, great. <laughs> you well, absolute psychopath. Well, uh, today... I am going to be doing this is I'm taking a request from you. Okay. I know. I'm so excited. Okay. So we are doing chicken today from Kenji, but it's not a whole chicken. It's going to be some chicken cutlets. Yes. And Muriel's excited. She really thinks that this is a thing that I should do. I think you're going to love it. It's like. Why would I love it, Muriel? I never loved cooking anything in my whole life. I'm just saying for you to be empowered to do it, you might like it. So there's two things that you haven't done before. So the thing you're going to like about this is it's the basis for a bunch of Italian dishes that you really like. There is something about the tone of voice that you are bringing to the table right now, which is making me furious. Yeah, well, you're <laughs> acting terrible, so I'm trying to calm you down. <laughs> no, this dish is, this is like the, what he does, what this recipe is about uh-huh. is about one, like two methods. One is making a sauce in a pan from yeah. pan drippings, yep. which is a great thing to learn. And I you know, can use it I for know, anything. I know. I know. And the other one is just a pounded flat chicken breast, which yeah. you love. You like chicken parmesan. You like chicken marsala with mushrooms. Yeah. You like this like uh, chicken piccata thing that I make. Like yeah. every time I make it, you are so happy. And you think it's like this wonderful thing and you're just like all buzzy about it. And like you talk about it. Yeah. And this is something that's really easy, a way to get you into a, a zone of something that you actually like. Because right now, I think that you are aiming towards like the low hanging fruit of what you feel like you can accomplish with this. Yes. And this is something that will give you two little things in your tool chest to still have it be simple 
but like something that you actually might like. Like I like cooking food that I really like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, I'm just trying to be like, maybe just try one, try to cook something. You're like, wow, I always think about this and I like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That seems reasonable to me. It's so reasonable. But I just feel like I want to fight you over it. I I don't know know what's going on. It's because you're getting ready to go cook. I know. You're just going to get your little shithead face on. Already upset. Eat cooking. Uh, uh, but you're learning, and you know it's good, and it's good for you to learn this stuff because it helps us understand each other. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the winning side of it, really, because I get to hang out, and then somebody makes me dinner, and I'm just like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" I know, I know, I know. It's like the best. And somebody brings you a plate of tacos. It's just like, "Are you kidding? <laughs> I didn't have to order this. Like, yeah. you just made it for me." It's pretty tight for me. Yeah, I know. I've I've ball. I've loved you cooking for me my whole life. It's been <laughs> it's been amazing, and I always had this added bonus of like, and it's making her so happy. <laughs> Look how she's really thriving in this position. No, that's what I mean. It's like, of course, it's my hobby, but I mean, it is a lot of work to cook food for somebody all the time. Oh, I know. You couldn't. You literally couldn't be doing this new podcast. You couldn't be putting in the work. If you were still doing all the food shit you were doing. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. And I always, I usually did. Yeah. I did breakfast. I mean, I mostly did breakfast, lunch and dinner most of the time. I did. I did a lot of it. Um, you know, but I don't mind it. But also like it's not. It doesn't, sometimes it doesn't make me like so happy. You know, like sometimes I'm just like. Mm, I think it makes you the happiest person in the whole world every time you cook for me. Love you, love me. I think it's good for you to do it because it's good for me to take a break. Yeah, it's good for me to reevaluate, like you know, my relationship with it. Yeah, it's really fun for me to be able to have the fun weekend cooking. Yes, I like doing pantry challenges and like pulling something out, making something fun from leftovers, and cleaning out the fridge. And I like having one day where I get to pick what we have. Yep. And I get to make something that I like to make. Yep. And that's been very nice for me. I'm still cooking, you know. I know. No, it's great. I'm super happy with it. And hello, we're losing weight. So I it's am. working. Wow. Everything is just beautiful. And the only price that's paid is for about one hour to whatever, however long it takes me every night. I am miserable. And that is, it turns out, a very, very small price to pay. I think for- you're not going to be miserable forever. I think you're going to find a rhythm with it. And uh-huh. at le- I think it's going to be tolerable for you. I have a feeling. Okay, great. Well, I'm hungry. I think it's about ready to for Are we ready for dinner? It's ready for dinner. And, and, and the people are going to get a special treat. This is going to be Nick um, flying his, or stretching his wings and flying. What are you going to make today? I forget what it's called, but it's a chicken cutlet with like a lemon parsley caper pan sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so whatever be, the hell it's called. It's going to be like so that. good. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, and a marinated kale salad. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. Nick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's going to be nutritious and delicious. And uh, a word that rhymes with those two that's about, um, you know, being the chef being violent uh there's no way you know how like all these michelin starred chefs are like being outed for being like like violent aggressive assholes yeah yeah i'm like that but um can't cook but can't cook (laughs) (laughs) oh you know what 
time it is. It's time for an ad. This is the favorite part of the episode for many, many people. You know why? (laughs) Because we don't have any sponsors. We just have ourselves. So we just talk about our Patreon and make fun of each other. Okay, Nicholas, what are we doing this week? We're going to keep going with the tradition we started last week, which is just thanking people that are already on the Patreon. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, we shouted out some people last week. And here goes round two. We got Sister R, Katie F, Kate B, Dijon K, Megan F, Martina, Courtney S, Benedict D, John L, Michelle K, Nicole, Sarah B, Eric S, Beth H, Marissa S, and Rachel P. You know, this is the best. We love you guys. Thanks for supporting us. You know, we'll just keep bringing you this banging ass content (laughs) you know and if you want more banging ass content subscribe you get free episodes and you get the the warm fuzzy feeling that you're helping two out of work actors (laughs) buy more lighting equipment for their living room okay all right you jerks time (laughs) to go back to the scheduled programming (laughs) nikki Okay, what what have you got? You got your mise en place together? What's that? All your little things you're going to cook? I know what that is. I just don't like your tone of voice. Yeah, I got <laughs> I got all this stuff ready for that. And I cut my... How do those chicken cutlets look? I cut them. They look pretty good. They look pretty good. Yeah, right, cool. what do you think? I mean, I cut a chicken breast in half. So to me, that's what I did. Don't be a baby. Come it on, man. Good. You did a good job. Okay, it looks good. <laughs> you butterfly the chicken breast. Butterfly Was it really breasts. hard? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm going to get my cling wrap ready. I'm going to flatten these things. Okay, so you're putting your tr- your butterfly chicken breast onto cling wrap. Yes. And then you're going to beat them with a little wooden thing? Yes. Why? A, little, a big wooden thing. Okay. Um, it's called um, I'm tenderizing or pounding or making them flatter, basically. Cool. Something like that. You sound like a chef. Uh, well, <laughs> thanks. Uh, no, it's going pretty good so far, I think. We'll see. That's like that. Looks kind of like a vagina. Okay, very good. That's over there. Okay. One more. Can I give you one input? Yes. There, That's going to probably double in size, uh-huh. the chicken. So you might want to have it wrapped in a bigger piece of plastic. Oh, I see what you're saying. Here, I have an idea. What if I do this? That's what I would do. That's exactly what I would do. Nikki is now... See, like, this is the kind of thing that he yells at me about, so I have to go to the other room because I'll come <laughs> in here and I'll say... You know what I would do? And he says, I don't want to know. <laughs> well, you're and kind of still doing it. Okay, so I would do this. Ready? Nikki? Make it even Do it one at a time. Oh, one at a time? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because what you just did was <laughs> you had the exact same problem. Shut up. <laughs> All right. I read Kenji's thing. It can't be too hard. You're not supposed to do it too hard. Do you think that's hard enough? Well, this is what I would suggest. Yeah. Um, remember that it needs to be even. I know. Thickness. But I cut it uneven, so. That's okay, but that's why you're pounding it. So I'm pounding part of it harder. Yeah, right. And then some of them are like a little softer maybe. But you're going to have to pound the thicker parts more than the thinner parts. Because that's probably the way it should be. This yeah. Part is not. But you want it to be probably half as thin as that. I hate this. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was a good check-in. Now I'm done. Put away, go back to listening to music. Get away from me. Thank you, Meryl. Love you. Bye. <laughs>
Nicholas. What? Are you frying now? I'm well, I'm about to start. I gotta. It says it's, you're supposed to wait until the oil starts smoking. Wow. Yeah, Kenji's crazy. Are you excited? Uh, no. <laughs> Come on, no, baby. I'm hella nervous. But you see, I got my foil tent prepped over Already. there. Already. That's ready to go. I'm going to put that in there. Because the problem is, here's what's going to happen. This chicken's going to cook kind of fast. And then I have to do the um, the, the pan sauce while it's resting or whatever. Yeah. But it's going to, I already read the instructions for the pan sauce like seven or eight times. I don't remember any of it. So I got everything prepped for it. That's my um, mise en place. Oh, but, your mise en place. <laughs> but I don't know what the... Um, instructions are for it all it's still so i have to pay attention to that so no not fun at all not excited just banging it out and but i got my salad that's gonna be ready i just have to um i'm just gonna put that together at the very last second is this easier or harder than making like the turkey burgers it is well we'll see how the pan sauce goes but so far it is equally as like nerve-wracking so that's good. You know why? Because that's uh, that's all I was trying to say is like you could make something different than a turkey burger. It might be just as easy. Or just as miserable. <laughs> all right, here, let's hear it. Get this sound by. Let's see if this, um, let's see if this sizzle is good. Make sure your, your oil's even. Just tilt your pan. Oh, my God. You're the one doing it. What? I was hoping for a more of a dramatic flair, but wasn't well, smoking to me. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> How's what? it going, Nuglet? Nuglet? <laughs> <laughs> it's going good. I think it's done. I think this one's done. Yeah. You want to check the underside of it? Yeah, that's good. I, I did check that. That was good. It looked okay. Can I say something? It, it, I think your pan might be a little too hot. I'm just letting you know. How's it going? Well, uh, the chicken is for sure burned and dry. And the sauce is happening. Did you burn the second piece of chicken yeah, too? Yeah, they're both totally burned and completely dry. <laughs> How did you do that? Uh, just not good cook. Turns out it's... <laughs> It's <laughs> just gonna be bad. You didn't burn the turkey burgers. I think you. I think you're gonna master this. Yeah. No, for sure. I'm fucking killing it. Look at that. Look at that. Whisk that in perfectly. Look at that. Shallots, butter, and flour in the saucepan, looking effing delish. Smells great. Smells great. How do you know good. the chicken's dry? You don't even know that. It's gonna. Well, it's not gonna be dry when I put all this good ass sauce. In. Okay. Now, the whisk. How hot does your pan need to be? Keep it medium and then slowly whisk in this and then when it's all in there, then turn it down. Perfect. Wow, Nikki, what do you think? Using some wine. Well, we used rose. We didn't have any white wine, but we did have some rosé, so we'll see how that switches it. Would you call this dry rosé? Okay, yeah, that's what it was. They asked for dry white wine. Yeah. And this is very pale rosé, so hopefully that'll be good. <laughs> okay, capers and wine is in. This looks great. It's going to be delicious. Are you still mad? 
Was I mad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember being mad. I'm not having fun. But uh, it's all. It's I'm just, surprised at your it's, attitude. It's just right a now. blackout. I don't remember being mad. Okay, that's good. <laughs> well, you're listening to music. Yes. Uh, you're like relaxed. You're having a great time. Yes. Am I annoying? Are you annoying? Yeah, did I annoy you? Yeah, that's, that's probably something I could say did happen. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I think you annoyed me. Hold on, I have to check the. I have to read the. I, how do you remember instructions? With my brain, man. I read instructions and then they're just immediately <laughs> gone. <laughs> okay, what was the most annoying thing I did? Probably this. I don't remember. I'm Muriel. I told you I, I've been blacking out this whole time. I okay, okay, I okay. Should I leave you alone? Yes, please. Are you sure? Goodbye. <laughs> Dinner is served. Wow, Nick. Okay, so presentation, salad, A+. Plus. A+. Plus. Chicken, D-. minus. No. That color. Why don't you like it? Don't you, I mean, the sauce is so unappetizing looking. And then well, he had me add egg? the parsley in at the end, but it like wilted. Like you would want almost fresh parsley on top, right? Well, I think this is what I would, this would be the only input I had. Okay? Okay. Um. So the sauce is watery. So that's why you can it come out it comes out like looking wet like that. So if you reduce it a little more before you add the butter, then it's like a glossy thick sauce. So I wouldn't need to reduce this way more. Yeah. I mean not way more, but it like said by, by a, th- a third and that's what I did. Well, you're eyeballing it, right? Yeah, but so, I So like did instead one of test. thinking about it, instead of thinking about it like it needs to be a third you would think about it more like, does this look like a glossy, like a like a like a thicker sauce? Yeah. Like you just want it to be thicker. So you think like you taste it and and see if it's the texture that you want, and then you look at it and you say, okay, that's like thick enough. That's a better way of looking at it than, oh, I did it by a third. It has to be done. You know what I mean? Like that's <sighs> a guide. Post, yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Okay. So that's fine. all. That's like so. But and so when you do that butter at the end like that. I think that's called mounting the butter uh-huh. but it basically just kind of like gives your sauce a little body but it has to be thick enough to do that before you add it or else it'll be kind of wet yeah i mean this is just this looks bad okay let's try let's try it let's try it let's try it here we go What do you think? It's pretty okay. It's a lot of... How long did that take me? About an hour. An hour for dinner is not too bad, I don't think. With a yeah. salad and a sauce and all that. A lot of... It was not that complicated. I mean, I just mean to lose <laughs> a lot of stress. <laughs> Tastes okay. Tastes but like bad. if you did this like two or three more times, right? Oh, I'm not doing this two or three no, more times. No, stop. Just what? listen to me. <laughs> what? You, if I This did. is the idea, right? Yeah. Is that you're never going to do anything perfect the first time, ever. Yeah. Right. So if you want to do it, you kind of have to get better at it. And then it's a lot easier. <laughs> right. You just do it three times. The next time you'll know what the sauce is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. It'll be like way easier. And you'll know how hot your pan needs to be. You know how fast it takes to cook the kid like the chicken. If you don't ever do it again, you'll literally only make like turkey burgers with no bun and 
with no bun. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> just go for This me. is not that much harder than a turkey yeah. burger. You know, it's it's really similar to a turkey burger. It's not harder. It's just that you're more you're less familiar with it. I it's think. not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. We just needed to cook out the wine. It would have been fine. How do you think the chicken is cooked? Good. There was uh, a little bit of a scorching. Happening. Yeah, it's it's not delicious. Okay, all it's right, okay. moving on. It's good. <laughs> I think it, like like if you tighten that up, this is a great dinner. I think. And it didn't take that long. I know you're saying it was, but it takes you an hour to make anything. No, I know an hour is not the problem. I'm just saying it was just a lot of. But you'd be less dead sh- space inside of me. But you'd be less stressed <laughs> next time, right? I don't think so. I think I would. Next time, I'd have like I'd have to remember what I did this time. Did but do it three times and you do it. We do it once a week for a month. By the end, that'll be just a dish you can make that you don't mm-hmm. even have to look at. Okay. Well, I have a question for you. What? Is this a dish you would like to eat again? Should I practice this one? Yes. Do you want this one? Yeah, to be for good? for calorie counting, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like a like a nice chicken breast. It's got a nice texture. It mm-hmm. has a lot of flavor, but it's not like super heavy. Okay. I think it's a great. So you like this? Yeah. Okay, you want? I think this? it's great. Okay, I just great. think like that you just have to practice it. Okay. And uh, f- and to, could you imagine pulling this out of your pocket? Like whenever, like if you were like, oh man, we don't have anything. Oh, I've got like butter and i've got a chicken breast and you know whatever it's like you can pull this out and do this like great little thing a lot of people don't do it because they think it's too complicated but it's not uh that hypothetical is not getting me motivated but what is getting me motivated is as i want to make you things that you like so i will appreciate well but this is the thing i'll add i appreciate that Uh uh-huh and the reason why it's but it could get you motivated because you're going to start cooking for people when am I going to cook for anyone besides you? You are. You're cooking for me now, and then it will come up more. The more you've opened your life to it and your heart to it, and you could like conceivably be put in a position where you're sitting around with four adults, and they're like, I don't know what to make for dinner, and you know, ah, you guys, I got this. I can just whip something up. Like That happens. That seems like a complete impossibility to me. <laughs> you're, you're on the pathway to that being an option. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, let me eat this dinner, and then and then I'll I'll let that soak in. I'll let that reduce down to its proper glossy texture. Okay. Okay. And then we'll go from there. Okay. Okay. You know what? What? I actually like that. Did by you? The, by the end of it, I thought this was pretty good. I'll make this again. I'll make it a little better next time. That are was you pretty really good. thinking that or I are you being am. sarcastic? No, I actually, <laughs> I thought it was actually pretty good. The last few bites, I was like, you know, this sauce, the flavor is good. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, what a marinated kale salad means is you take your kale, you wash it, and you kind of get it chopped down so it's like fine. You get the, the stems out of it. And then you just um, drizzle olive oil on it, figure out how much olive oil you want, put it on there, and just toss the... Uh, kale in it and then you kind of massage it in so you kind of like break it down a little bit with your fingers um, just so you kind of like rough it up a little bit and then you just let it sit and it it can be overnight and it's so good yeah and then what I did was 
I took the stems and chopped them. This is just me going off script, okay? This is just what I like. I took the stems, chopped them up real fine, so little crunchy bits, uh-huh. okay? Then I put them in a bowl with cherry tomatoes cut in half. Then I took red onions, um, mandolin, incredibly thin, right? You put that inside, and then I stole this from Kenji. You um, season those with sumac, yeah. which we happen to have a lot of. Yeah. So you put sumac on it. Bomb. Then the dressing was just um, lemon juice, Dijon mustard, and salt and pepper. Right. Yeah. So then you're so you just let that kale just sit. It can sit overnight. Like Uh I got some just in the olive oil in the fridge left over for tomorrow, and you just let that go. And then you put your little (laughs) you put your little uh, sumac vegetable medley on top of your kale. Then you take your um, uh, Dijon lemon juice thing, drizzle it on top. That's a good ass salad, and I like marinating kale in olive oil. I think that's a good. Yeah, I, I, I I'm in. I'm in. I, I, I think that's a solid way to do kale salads. Wow. And then, um, well, what do you think? Did you like it? Yeah, you're super impressing me with your skills. I said what I said. <laughs> I don't, but did you like the salad? Do you think it tastes good? Do you think oh yeah, the salad's a, really good. Okay. I thought the chicken was good. Yeah. Um, and all the and I said the thing about the sauce. Yeah. I think it's funny because you said after we turn off the mics, you said, I don't see the point. It seems like overkill to like butterfly and flatten the chicken breast. But remember when I said the last time you tried to make chicken breasts, they were really, really tough and dry (laughs) and kind of burned on the outside. So that's the reason why you do it is because that a chicken breast sucks. Right. But if you pound it out, then it's like actually it's pretty, pretty good. good. It's like yeah. tender, right? And juicy yeah. and like <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah. So I thought that you did a great job on this and I'm really proud of you. And I know that you want to fight you and have like a lot of trauma right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you did a really, really good job. Well, I actually liked it. Thank you. I'm glad you're happy. That's the, my first and foremost, my only priority is keeping you happy and fed. I'm happy. I'm always happy. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I am happy, though. I love you cooking food for me. It's the best. And and you know what I did? I had what? a glass of wine and sat in front of the window and just soaked up the sun while you uh, finished my food. Great. Well, that is true because of the podcast, because we're recording this podcast today. But all other meals that I'm prepping for you, you need to be working, okay, researching, Muriel's Murders, get to work. We have podcasts to produce. Let's go. I'm not giving out any free meals. There are no free lunches, Muriel. Every lunch comes with a steep, steep price. You are not going to tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, the husband cooks, everybody. That was pretty great. I'm yeah. super proud of you. And you did a great job. Thank you. And I think that this is going to turn into like a really beautiful thing. And yeah. I think that people are going to be impressed as shit with you. Oh, you do? You We're think at a beach list- house somewhere. Oh, okay. Couple friends hanging out after COVID's over. Yep. Right? Like hanging out, doing stuff. There's a fridge full of food and people were just like, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? And you're like, you know, I'll just make some chicken cutlets. Mm, yeah. That's a complete fallacy because we know if there's ever going to be a beach house full of friends and a refrigerator full of food, you will have known what will be for dinner three weeks in advance and will have planned it out to an absolute T. I am telling you right now. What? That may not be the case in the future. 
Oh, really? Based on how you're working and oh, how really? like how this is developing uh-huh. in the future, maybe I'll plant some cinnamon rolls or something <laughs> like really fun, you know. Uh-huh. But I think like you're done. You're thrown in the towel. I got a partner now, and that partner might just I might just tag out and be like, well, I'm gonna go drink wine <laughs> on the beach. Yeah, that sounds great. Would you like me to roll you a joint? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank you for listening. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're with us. Why? We don't know, but we definitely love that you are here. And uh, if you leave reviews for us and hit subscribe and you share this podcast with your friends and loved ones and anyone you think might enjoy it, that is just huge for us. And we would... uh, be indebted to you forever yep hope you're all doing really really well thank you to ryan and ryan for everything you do thank you to uh campfire media yeah you know and if alec if you happen to be listening to this i got a text from you while we were recording this that you're happy we got our vaccinations and that means a lot to me and i didn't even know you listened to this podcast so that means a lot to me too yeah so that's incredible stay strong brother yeah great to hear from you we love you (laughs) and uh everyone is just literally the best i don't know what to say that's great thank you for my dinner you're you're very welcome. I almost called you my liege. It's fine with me. What does that remember? What does that mean? That's it's like a. I'm just your superior. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with drills for hands or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Bigfoot Collectors Collectors Club, Club. you're here to to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.